This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. This is The Drive with A.D. and Raph on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we're back again. It's the drive on 93.7. The ticket and AD has returned. He looks smoother. He looks smoother. He's not lagging as much. He looks smoother. Yeah. You know, in these, I'm saying these enough to know when you're early in the morning, you're good. You start getting after about nine o'clock, everybody and their brother's using the Wi Fi, the conferences, and it's. I thought about actually going down to the conference area because it's a lot faster down there. Mm-hmm. But in the rooms, man, after about nine o'clock, everybody's using the Wi-Fi in the rooms, and it's just yeah. Anyway, I'm just I'm. He really looks smooth right now. I always thought that ADs in the presidential suite and they had their own internet, own router, and everything. You should just be AD. AD, I know you're not the most technologically advanced or savvy, but you should be able just to plug an Ethernet cord into the back of the router inside your room. And then plug that into your laptop. You know, I don't think they got an ether cord in here. Unless I take it out of the TV or something <laughs> oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. I'm thinking, nah, bro. Yeah, I'm like, ah, oh, they got quite a bit of stuff over here. I don't, they got buttons. I don't even know what they're for. So we're going to leave it that way. <laughs> I get, <laughs> hey, I wanted, to, I wanted to really hit back on that. Um, someone, because someone texted in. I was looking at that. Um, I think it was the milksman said, isn't that tall for a fullback? You know, how big, Raph, was your guy that played for uh, the Broncos, uh, Janovich, that came out of Nebraska? How tall was he, you think? I think he was like six foot, six one. Yeah. And I, I, think was, yeah, I think Goodwin's about six one and a half, six two. Mm-hmm. He's probably about six two. Yeah. yeah but yeah. Janovich was no small dude. Mil- yeah, Milkman, no, Milkman's all. probably talking about how Luke Lindenmeyer, it's, he's listed at six foot four. When I covered him in high school, he's probably about six two. So yeah. he's listed on the Husker side as 6'4", um, 250. I would say he's probably about 6'2", um, maybe 6'2 and a half. So maybe a little tall for a, maybe a little tall for a fullback. But I mean, at, looking and, for just an, mm-hmm. a, an immediate filler, I think he's an option. Yeah, and another thing too is we've been talking about it a lot is don't get caught up in measurables. You know, if there's a guy that can play the position mm-hmm. and comes out and blocks. And, you know, is, you know, nasty. Mm-hmm. Somebody that plays fullback, you need someone that's going to come up and, you know, smack a linebacker. So don't get caught up on the measurables. You know, look, you know, see what they can do first. Just don't be like, well, he's 6'4". He can't play fullback. He's too tall. Yeah. Because when you do that, sometimes right. you, you miss people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I totally agree. Hey, Nick, do we have any cl- that clip of, of the running backs coach talking at all? 
Yeah, we got a couple here for you guys. Um, let's do talking about thoughts on Nebraska's running backs as a whole. Here is uh, Nebraska running back coach EJ Barthel. I love it. I think AG has. I call him AG. I think everyone calls him AG. AG, he uh, his sky's the limit for the kid. The kid's got you know really good potential. He's got chance to to be pretty special. Um, he's a very powerful runner, and um, AJ Allen is as dynamic as they get. He's got the ability to kind of do it all in the run game. Ramirez got elite speed, and um, he's got the ability to you know make defenders miss in open in open space. Emmett is uh, is, is going to be high effort, uh, high effort versatile guy that's you know I, I, he doesn't have a lot of playing experience but just watching his spring practice seeing him do multiple things on special teams and seeing his effort um so he's gonna have you know a lot of versatility it brings to the room and um um I miss, and, and Gabe Irvin I mean golly you look at that kid you walk in any high school in the country you look at Gabe Irvin you say who who is this guy you know what I mean and, and so you know uh, the transfer portal for me wasn't really something I was really interested into um, well, I would say Coach Rule wasn't interested in too. Uh, and, and, and so for us, I'm really excited to work with that group because I think I got a pretty special one. Yeah, yeah right. I um, he, he, he talked about Gabe Irvin last, and that's one of the guys that, you know, he'll be a year away from his knee injury. I'll, I think that next year he'll, I, he'll, he'll just be better. He'll be more confident in that knee. So it'll be interesting to watch to see how he progresses. Well, I'll, I'll say this, guys. Um, so I can't remember if it was Raff or AD. I think it was Raff. I agree where the running back is probably the best position group um, and the most intriguing as well going into the season. I mean, if you think about it, you have Anthony Grant, who was the workhorse last year, and A.J. Allen, who burst onto the scene as a true freshman this or excuse me, last season in 2022 and slowly but surely was catching up to A.G., was slowly sure catching up to uh, Anthony Grant, to where it was it was almost not half-half, not 50-50 necessarily, but in terms of junior running back Anthony Grant and true freshman running back A.J. Allen, A.J. Allen was playing a significant portion of snaps. Um, but then you also, as you mentioned, Gabe Irvin, don't forget, he came in and started as a true freshman in 2021. Right. Um, not to mention that in that 2021 season after uh, Gabe Irvin's knee injury, you have Ramir Johnson who rushed for 498 yards or 489. I keep mixing up those two numbers. Um, but you had him who was their leading running back rusher uh, in, in Ramir Johnson in 2021 who's still in that room, who now EJ Barthel has recruited or helped recruit out of high school at Bergen Catholic in New Jersey. So there's that established connection there from a couple years ago. So you have four guys right there not to mention the Minnesota player of the year from two years ago in high school Emmett Johnson that are in that room uh plus the guys you brought in I think we just got what are we there's one true freshman that'll be there next fall mm-hmm. Ivy what's the young man's last name I'm sorry I'm sorry can you oh the true freshman running back Quentin Ives Quentin yep, Ives yeah yep Quentin yep. Ives Quentin Ives yeah yeah, he's an, he's. I tell you what, the cupboards are definitely stacked. The hardest part for uh, for um, for him is going to be deciding which one he's going to have out there and win. I mean, and that's a great problem to have. That's a great problem to have. And I tell you what, fellas, uh, before we segue to the NFL, I want to say this too. I, I think you got a, you got a few more clips, but I want to say this too, though. The 18th next week, the portal closes. Yep. So it's going to be interesting to see what Nebraska. Uh, if we keep everyone we have right now during this during this time still, 
or do we do we continue snatching some? I, I can still see us potentially probably snatching a few guys. In particular, I'd like to see D line and O line. Mm-hmm. I think skill positions we're fine, but D line, O line, and I would say this: even another backer. So I would not be a blo- I would not be. I'd be. I want to be opposed to getting another linebacker. So, but in particular, O line and D line. Obviously, getting the young man from Stanford was huge yeah. to get a guy of that caliber was big because he wouldn't have been here. I think had he not got hurt, got hurt, he probably would enter the draft. That's how good he is. Uh, so for us to get that young man was huge, but I would love to see us get another offensive lineman, a couple of D linemen in particular, maybe even a linebacker. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I would mind. I agree. I would mind adding a receiver also. Yeah, I think I think wide receiver is somewhere where the staff is looking pretty intently or intensely on. Um, as maybe. Uh, as Marcus Satterfield said on last yeah last Friday now um, is that if there's one position that he feels like they could really bolster on his on his offensive yeah. offensive side of the ball, it's receiver. Maybe a maybe a former receiver that's in the transfer portal right now. Maybe maybe he mm. comes back. You never know. Yeah. yeah, you never know. And I think with that too is the things where he's had some time off, some time to reevaluate some things, look at some things. And and think about it, man. Look, we don't say anything when someone changes jobs or just says, I don't want to work here anymore. Man, these are 18, 19, 20 year old kids, NIL or not. But, I mean, sometimes you just burned out. You, know, you look at a kid like uh like Betson. Since the age of 12, the kid has had the spotlight on him and, you know, was dealing with his own issues. I'm thinking, man, let people work their stuff out uh, without dragging them under the bus, you know, on social media or something like that. You know, that let that man figure himself out, his life out. If it's here, great. If it's someplace else, great. If it's not football, that's great, too. Aim for everybody all the time. But we're at the point to where right now, with that being said, that we have to find guys that love football at Nebraska and for Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah, and hey, I, I think I think also to be willing to grind at Nebraska. Grind. I yep. mean, I don't think I don't think you win at Nebraska without being a grind. I, I don't I don't think you, you, you I don't think you're capable of it. I, I just that's how nope. I feel. I totally agree. Hey, hey Nick, I was going to ask you too. I'm not sure if there's any word at the press conference, but like last week, we knew that there were like three guys coming into town. Do they do they have anybody in town this weekend, or was there any so, talk of anybody? Actually, in town or- I know last night, late last night, um, Greg Smith of Inside Nebraska, the rival site for the Huskers, was told and and, and released a, a tweet saying that. Let me find it so I don't misquote it. Um, I have to go to his Twitter here real quickly. Um, that a Georgia tight end was on a flight to Nebraska last night. So. Mm-hmm. He he's he's not a big name, um, unfortunately, or anything like that. Here we go. Okay, so Georgia tight end, as my as the uh, account is loading, Brett Seether is on a flight to Lincoln right now. It was yet this was yesterday at eight forty five p.m. Just got a tip that Georgia transfer Brett Seether uh, is on a flight to Lincoln right now. Six foot five, two hundred and thirty pounds. Um, <clears throat> Played special teams and hauled in three catches for 42 yards and a touchdowns and a touchdown for Georgia. Um, he ch- he chose Georgia over Alabama amongst others. He was rated as a four-star tight end out- coming out of high school in the class of 2019. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a really good pickup. Not only just for you know his size and what he brings to the field, but just that he's been around that championship brand of football. Right. Good so point. He, he could bring, you know, he, he's seen it. He knows, you know, what, what it takes to be a champion. So that's Good always cool point. to have those kind of guys. So Good guys, point. you know, and I think, oh, go ahead, AD, go ahead. No, no, go. Ahead. I think Palmer, I think Palmer brought a lot of that too. Um, yeah. When he came from LSU, seeing a winning pedigree, a winning program, a winning culture uh, as well. Obviously they had their issues coaching, but he still saw 
what it looked like. Absolutely. Yeah, Trey Palmer brought just an 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 extreme level of confidence with him too. I mean, he yes, he, did. he truly believed, and he did let you know that he did not think there was a DB on the field that could stop him, mm-hmm. that could keep up with him. I, and and for most of the season, he there wasn't. I woke up pissed off. Yeah, and then would go out, <laughs> then would go out and back it up. He would then go out and back it up. You know, it's one thing if you woke, if you tweet that out and you go out there and you have two catches on nine targets for fifteen yards. Right. Um, but right. we're talking, I mean, hundreds and a couple hundred yard games as well, guys. Mm-hmm. I, I know we're going to talk NFL in a moment. I think this is a good segue or at least a good intro to yeah. it before we get to our final final segment on a Friday. Um, Evan Cooper was asked yesterday, "Do you guys, as a staff, use the NFL as part of your recruiting pitch?" And because we know that a lot of these guys play or coached at, in, for the Panthers, they they've come from Carolina, they've come from various places, and obviously Matt Rule was a head coach for the Carolina Panthers just a couple months ago, even. And so, uh, I think this I thought this answer was interesting from Evan Cooper on whether or not they use the NFL as part of their recruiting pitch. When you say like recruiting pitch, I'm not sure we have like a recruiting pitch. Like, no, I, I completely understand what you're saying, but like. Those kids, they Google, you know, they, they say it themselves. Like, they'll look that kind of stuff up. And if I, if I get asked a question, then sure, you know. But um, we kind of start with, like, Nebraska. Like, this place is wonderful on its own. And uh, I believe in our head coach and the program and the culture and what he's going to do. A lot of the times I just tell the kids, just honestly, like, we'll do as much for you as you'll end up doing for us because I've just seen it so many times. Like, we've recruited – players without much recruiting traffic and turn them in well watch them turn into NFL players you know but so the pitch is good I think the NFL has probably helped me out a lot it's it's narrowed my my vision like I I I know exactly what they look like now like when when you walk in if you ever get a chance to see JC Horn and just how he interacts how he does his business how he is all over the football field all just studying and Dante Jackson and Stephon Gilmore and Jeremy Chin, those kind of guys, like, it makes it a lot easier. It helps me narrow. You know, I know what it looks like. So when I talk to them, I, I know what it looks like. I can help you get to it. But, again, if they ask me questions, I'll probably bring up the NFL, but not, not hey, how's it going? I coach in the NFL, you know. But, yeah. I think it's interesting, guys, because he talks about – say something real fast? Yes, Absolutely. I seriously thought that was Russell Wilson. <laughs> Broncos country. I That's seriously right. thought that was Russell Wilson. I can't be the only one that thought that sounded like Russell Wilson at first, man. <laughs> I Let's hope it doesn't. Let's hope it's not Russell Wilson. Unlimited. Unlimited. <laughs> Pathetic. Go ahead, Nick. Pathetic. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Um, I think the big kicker out of that, guys, was like Evan Cooper straight up at the start was, was saying that these. <laughs> AD. Oh, boy. Um, Evan, Evan Cooper at the at the start was just straight up like these dudes Google like they know they know. <laughs> AD. He's got to get up and walk around. <laughs> we're just going to we're going to take him off the street for a moment. But a. Anyway, Evan Cooper was like, these guys Google. They know about us before we talk to them, before we actually sit yeah. down and get to talk to them. 
like they know who we are. I don't need to come in and say, hey, I, I coached yeah. secondary for the Carolina Panthers, right? And Sip said this morning that he, he, when he was talking about Donovan Riola, when Bryce Benhart was talking about Donovan Riola last year, Donovan Riola was rattling stats off about, Don, or, uh, about Riola to Sip saying, I do my homework. I do just as much research on my coaches as, or the, as the, on the guys that are going to be talking to me as much as they do it on me. And, and so yeah. I think that just goes to show that in today's day and age, uh, it's, a great, it's a great benefit to have that NFL experience, but they're not using that in their recruiting pitch unless asked to do so or, or unless yeah. added. But I think, as Evan Cooper said, Nebraska sells itself. Nebraska, yeah. get a guy to Lincoln, and, and Walter Rouse will tell you, he thought there was going to be cornfields all over the place, but there's eight hotels in a in a five-block radius and, and multiple restaurants and a great city life and, and things like that. It'll, it'll sell itself. You just got to get the guys to Lincoln. Yeah. And I also like, I like, too, that there's not excuses right away. Like, oh, well, it's hard to recruit people to Nebraska. That part. And, that part. And it's actually, you know, they're using Lincoln as a positive, you know, the community that, you know, yeah. that we have. And they're using it a positive to bring recruits in instead of always going, well, it's Lincoln. There's nothing to do here. And we, we it's just so hard to rec- recruit good players here. Mm-hmm. And just, I just like the positive that it's like, no, this is Lincoln. There's, it's actually a good town. It's a good place to live, you know? So I like that. You know that. what, Raph? And you know what, what's your point, Raph? If I don't ever want to hear, a sitting coach, I don't care what position, head coach, assistant coach, I don't want to hear about the administration. I know they're not. We've heard it in the past. To ever say it's hard to recruit here. Get the heck out of here with that. Mm-hmm. Iowa City recruits. Wisconsin recruits. All right? Uh, I can go, Case, Lawrence, Kansas. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Manhattan, Kansas. Wyoming. You ever been to Casper, Wyoming before? Never want to. Nope. So when these, yeah, when these people talk about you look at you look at Coach Bowl. Uh, and Wyoming's still getting them. North Dakota, South Dakota. Dude, well, I, I, I seriously, it, it, it pisses me off when I hear people say, it's hard to recruit to Nebraska. Then you know what? Don't coach at Nebraska then. Mm, it's exactly. that simple. I don't want someone saying to me, it's hard to recruit. Guess who else hears that? The recruits themselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if the person recruiting you say it's hard to recruit here, I mean, you, so I'm glad to hear, and I'm glad to see them selling Nebraska is more than cornfields. Nebraska is more, it's not people riding on horses. I still hear that from people that travel the country. Well, hey, do you guys have buses there? We, we got nah, 300,000 nah. people in the city. Of course we, we got buses. We don't got buses. We don't have buses. But that, Exactly. But that's why you need someone at the helm that is going to showcase the, the state of Nebraska mm-hmm. in the in 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 University of Nebraska's campus. And so there's so much misinformation out there. And the thing about it, if you really, if you're really committed, which thus far, it seems to be that way again. But my thing is trust and verify. It seems to be that way thus far. Man, you can't tout Nebraska enough. You have to be a salesperson. Yeah. It's like they say in closing in the business world: the ABCs always be closing. Mm-hmm. Anytime you get a chance to market the University of Nebraska, the state of Nebraska, the city of Lincoln, UNL's campuses, you have to be able to do that all the time. At any time you get. Because there's a lot of folks, even with all this, you know, social media, things like that, they still have these mis, um, uh, misrepresentation of what the state of Nebraska and what the city of Lincoln looks like. So uh, I, I get on a rampage there, but it pisses me off when people say, oh, it's hard to recruit here. I ain't trying to hear that mess, man. And then we always talk about, too, how, you know, how coaches are studying other coaches and stuff like that. Well, these players that are being recruited, 
they're studying these coaches before they, you know, you probably meet the coach. Bingo. So Bingo. if you see old quotes of like, well, it's so hard to recruit. Well, that goes right in the recruit's head. So yep. it's good to actually see positivity, you know, people actually being like, no, Lincoln's a good place. Nebraska's a good place. Absolutely. It's a great place to go to college. So we'll take five stars. Let's ride. Nick, <laughs> let's do this next break. This is a quick break. Yep. And then we're going to do our NFL picks real fast. All so right. we get those adjusted for this weekend, and we'll come back, man. Raph, take us home, baby. All right. We'll send it a break. This is The Drive, 93.7 The Ticket. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items, like... Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs. Crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade. Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. What if you could make fresh, delicious meals at home without the stress of planning, prepping, or cleaning up? Introducing Tavala. Tavala is a first-of-its-kind meal service that makes eating well effortless. By combining a countertop smart oven with delivered meals, just scan a QR code to cook dinner. First, choose from a variety of chef-crafted meals delivered weekly to your door. When you're ready to eat, just do one minute of easy prep. Next, scan your meal's QR code with the Tavala Smart Oven while the oven automatically switches between modes and temperatures for the perfect cook. Just sit back and relax. Your food's ready in 25 minutes or less. No shopping, no chopping, no cleanup. Simplify mealtime today with Tavala. Go to Tavala.com now to save $150 on a Tavala Smart Oven when you agree to order meals six times. That's T-O-V-A-L-A.com. Promo applied automatically at checkout. Tavala. Eat well effortlessly. Tavala.com.